now it's time to be educated and entertained by the country's most famous environmental scientist, Joey Diaz Research Grizzly Man, Wolves and Birds of Prey. He continues to travel all across America to bring you the very best that nature has to offer. Be ready to be amazed. Here's your host, Joey B. Hello and welcome to Joey B. Outdoor Science and Nature. Man, do I have the coolest job. I travel all across America to bring you the very best that nature has to offer. Well, this is the perfect time of the year. Actually, for me, every time is the perfect time of the year to be in the outdoors. But for many people, it's getting a little bit warmer out there. So they're thinking about camping or sitting in the backyard with a campfire or a chiminea. Well, I'm going to talk to you all about how to make the perfect campfire. But the first thing I must speak about is safety. And there's going to be a few steps that I hope all of you take. And if you listen to one of the stories in safety, you'll understand why. Well, I always have a five-gallon pail. I call it my fire bucket. And I always have it filled with water that is filled with water before I ever do an outdoor fire all the time. Well, you're going to create a fire ring in your backyard or you may go to like a state park where there are natural fire rings that they have put in place there. Most of them are metal rings. Some are rocks. Well, your fire must stay within the fire ring. Don't try to make this big old bonfire because when you, hopefully this will never happen, if you ever cause a forest fire, you may be charged for the amount of money it costs to extinguish the fire, which can go into the thousands or the hundreds of thousands of dollars. But we want to be safe anyway, so we're going to keep our fires within that ring. Well, to give you an example about how important it is to extinguish your fire, a friend of mine who I grew up with and we've backpacked and camped uh, throughout America, well, he had a chimney in his backyard, family and friends over, he extinguished it, or he thought he extinguished it. He went up to bed. The embers were not put out completely. They ignited, and his entire house burnt to the ground. So I share that with you because I want to make sure that you know that, you, and, I, and I'll describe it this way. Um, in the fire rings of my past home, uh, how many times I thought I extinguished, I had my fire bucket, thought I extinguished the fire, and I always would check it a half hour later, an hour later. And that means even if it's late at night, I don't go to bed. I just make sure you watch a little TV or whatever you're doing. And then you go back and check that. And sometimes a half hour later, I will see an ember burning. An hour later, an ember burning. So again, I've already refilled that bucket and I've made sure that the fires are extinguished. But my friend's home gives you that idea that you should always double check the fire. To start the fire, never use lighter fluid or gas. Uh, the fire. Hey, I'm going to teach you the steps on how to use and start a fire, so you're not going to need that ever. If it is very dry conditions, you might think about not having an outdoor fire because that could lend to um, forest fires, etc. And also, never start a fire on a windy day for the same reason. You're going to only use down. Firewood. That means if you're at a campsite somewhere, you're going to walk around and you're going to look for wood that has fallen out of the trees that is dead down firewood. Well, some of you are going to get to a state park or a county park or a national forest 
and you're going to rent a campsite and you're going to go looking for firewood and there is none because the people that were there the night before, two days before, the week before, etc. Well, what I also recommend is if you're going to a campsite to bring your own firewood, uh, you may even bring your own kindling as well. And I will get into all that in a little bit. But I think that's important that you have that. And again, if you have regular fires in your backyard, whatever, your chimney, your fire ring, uh, I would also recommend that you also scout and have some extra downed firewood. Hey, we never want to burn green wood anyway. Green wood is wood you just cut down because, number one, we don't want to just go around cutting trees and branches. Well, and the other thing is they don't burn well and it doesn't start the fire well. So... You're also going to find some branches, you know, when we're talking about collecting firewood, you want some that are the width of your fist or wrist, and you also want to collect some that are the width of your finger, because again, we're trying to scale down, getting to kindling wood, and if you find any dry grasses or plants, collect them as well. So, let's go to the three major types of fire starters so we'll call it this way methods to build the campfire number one is the lincoln log way and many people have been using this for many years but here's a little tip that goes along with it so you're going to arrange the logs as if you're building a lincoln log or you're building a log cabin and i'm going to let you know that you're doing this with the larger logs and then once you have built it, and I only build three sides to it because I always want air to move inside of it and air is going to be important for the fire. Inside of there, I then start to stack my kindling in regard to sizes, meaning a little bit larger on the bottom and getting up. And as I get to the finger size branches toward the top, and then I find even a couple smaller ones, and I stuff some of the dried material, grasses, etc., inside of there. If you happen to be in your home, you could even use um, some recycled cardboard. You could use some recycled newspaper as that little stuffing that goes there. And that fire should start very easy, very well, and should burn very well. And this show is brought to you by Ramsey Outdoor Stores. Whether you shop online or one of their stores, your experience will successfully gear you up for your next adventure. Go to RamseyOutdoor.com. Now, the number two method, and they're not ranked in order of which one works better, is the TP method. We all know about ATP. So you're going to stack the sticks, and I use the smaller finger size sticks to build my teepee, that's the first thing I use. So I'm building it up. And I'm going to let you know that you need to go slow because, yes, they will fall down. And it takes a little, again, I get, like anything else in life, uh, what you get reps at is what you get good at. So if you're practicing uh, and doing this over time, you can stack those teepees pretty easy. So you get the teepee up. And I put... Um, a little bit larger than the finger size ones on the outside of my teepee, not much. And then on the inside is where I put, we'll say, the dried material inside of that. And I always bring with me, for any of my campfires, wooden stick matches. Works very well. And I even have, for my camping and backpacking, I have a waterproof kit, a little, little tube that you could tuck them in. And they also make waterproof proof dried matches for again 
sometimes again, and I'm doing doing research out in the wild, and you need to get that fire going so you could even get one going on rainy evenings. Um, so I, you know, I just share that with you. Yeah, Ramsey Outdoor carries all of that gear, so you can find it there. So once you've got your TP going, then as it begins to burn, then you can start to slowly add larger pieces of kindling to the teepee, to the teepee. And then you can, once you have that good fire going, you can actually take two decent-sized logs. Be careful because you don't want to knock the teepee down. And just pitch those against each other outside the fire very carefully because, hey, we don't want any burns occurring on people as well. So we need to be safe with that. Now, Going to number three, and I saw this very recently on how to build a fire in a fireplace. And I said, let me go to my fire ring outside and see if it works there too. And it was called the upside down Lincoln log method. I go, okay, let's figure this out. So the person actually built four-sided Lincoln logs. And then he stretched across the top some pieces of the finger size wood across the top, all the way across. And he actually, think about like a flat roof. And he built that up with some smaller sticks and the dry material. And then he lit it. And I'm telling you, that fire took off in that fireplace tr very quickly. So if you, And by the way, if you're going with a fire indoors in your fireplace or your wood-burning stove, air becomes the key component in that one. And I always have a window, even, even in the coldest middle of the wintertime, a window open just a little bit to start that fire so I can get a, a just a little flow going. Well, campfires, to me, it's all about having your family and friends. It's all about telling a few great ghost stories. It's all about, and I'm not a s'mores guy, but I know most of you are, is making some s'mores on that open fire. Or it's all about telling some Native American tales. And if you don't know any Native American tales, my good friend Jim Bruchak and his father, Joe Bruchak. Joe is the number one writer of Native American stories and tales uh, in our country, maybe worldwide as well. And Jim also has many books as well. So you can look it up, uh, the Indochina uh, Wilderness Center or Jim and Joe Bruchak and get your Native American tales there. Well, some of my best times have been spent sitting by the fire with family and friends. And again, I mentioned that you can use all of these techniques indoors as well, also making sure that you are safe in all that you do. Now, I want to bring up a point to you. There's going to be a change in our podcast format. For the next few months, we will be releasing podcasts monthly, and they will be released on the first Tuesday of every month. And if you've signed up uh, and subscribed for the podcast, and uh, we have millions of you worldwide listening, and I really, by the way, and I do thank you very much so for being my um, we'll say avid listeners, you're there all the time for me. Send me some pretty cool comments as well, and I appreciate all of that. So for the next few months, because of some of my research, we're going to release them the first Tuesday of every month, 7 a.m. Go out and find some great adventures. Go out and be safe. And until next time, enjoy life's adventures. You can follow all of my adventures online at joeyb.tv. That's J-O-E-Y-B-E dot TV. And a very special thank you to the men and women of our armed forces for keeping us free and for our police and firefighters for keeping us safe. May God bless America. Until next time, this is Joey B. Enjoy life's adventures.